Uh, hi, I'm Kyle. And I'm Trevor. And uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, today is a very special episode. This would be our uh, third Catching Up on Blu-ray, uh, this time for the month of December 2018. So if you're not familiar, the format of these particular episodes is uh, Kyle and I uh, will be looking over the upcoming Blu-ray releases uh, through the entire month of December uh, 2018 mm-hmm. um, from front to back. Uh, so with without further ado, I guess let's just get to it. Um, first uh, traditional calendar release date um, in December is December 4th. And right off the bat, um, wow, December 4th was a big fucking day for Blu-ray releases. It is December 4th K. December 4K, hell yes. December 4K. Um, You actually have this one, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible Fallout, which we both adored. Yeah, uh, we both saw this movie in the theater, uh, independent of each other, but um, we're recording this on December 8th, uh, and uh, I actually bought Mission Impossible Fallout uh, on the release day. Um, I'm very excited to rewatch it. Um, More than that, though, maybe I'm excited to uh, take a look at the supplements because I want to see what went into the stunt work because I'm kind of all about that. And, uh, man, the uh, the producers of this film and Tom Cruise himself have been relentless about promoting uh, this film as, like, a stunt spectacle, like, highlight reel. Uh-huh. Uh, like, I cracked open the case of my disc, and, like, there's even, like, a little booklet in there that just, like, has quotes about, like, the making of these stunts. Um, it Very clearly, it's, like, a huge selling point for a, a portion of the market. So it's... It would not surprise me if they tried to play that angle again if they make another one. And being as this one was very good, I'd imagine they're going to keep going. Um, yeah. The, um, I actually, I uh, just got Trevor a gift for Christmas. I got him Archer Season 1, and I don't know <laughs> if I ever mentioned this on an episode, but um, Henry Cavill's character has a real a couple of real Archer moments in that movie, so I want him to... Wanted to see that just because of this movie. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll, and, I'll keep that in the back of my mind when I get to it. Um, so yeah, so we have a 4K release of The Lion King. That um, makes sense. The uh, wasn't there a live action Lion King coming out or a different Lion uh, King? Live action and quotes. Yeah. Uh, as far as I can tell, it's all CGI. But I would not be surprised if they do like motion capture work for mm-hmm. the animal characters. Um, but yeah, uh, the teaser for that movie was released like only a couple weeks ago. Uh, so it makes sense that you know you you ride that wave as hard as you can put out a 4k of of the original lion king movie um westworld season two i watched the first season of westworld it's i don't need it you don't need it it's fine um (laughs) it got much bigger i think it got bigger hype than was warranted like it was fine it it's one of those shows that ends really well on the episode, so you're like, well, what happens next? And I would say <laughs> that the TV show Heroes did that really well in the first season, but that that show was not very good. They just had a well, good way of That's doing the problem with having that kind of first season, though. It's like, you're... that, and I mean, that's usually my objection to a lot of TV shows in general, is the yeah. nature of television is to per- perpetuate the series. Yeah. It's like, it's like comic books. It's like, you don't kill Wolverine. You just... you you put him on ice for a while and then yeah. have him come back because the second you kill him, you're killing potential stories. And that's usually the idea with a TV series is why would you end things? Why would you wrap things and put a bow on it when you can just stretch it forever? And that first season really seemed to work for a lot of people though. Like it, I remember like the water cooler chat about that move, that series being, kind yeah, of obnoxious I, I like i liked it it was fine it just i didn't need it like it, true detective season one was awesome it was fan fucking tastic and i needed it but um the second season was bad and that's when i realized oh i don't need this this is this isn't for me now like that first season was good same with westworld that they could have ended it on that first season it would have been totally fine and they just like nope we're gonna do another one like okay whatever it's kind of funny. I I haven't had access to HBO in quite a while, but uh, one of one of our former coworkers actually bought me the first season of it because they adored it so much that they oh, really? insisted I must experience it. Um, it's been like probably a year since then. I haven't watched it. I feel like kind of a shit heel saying that. <laughs> so I've had it on my shelf 
for a while now. Um, so after that, we have uh, The Nun. I believe it's a, a spinoff of The Conjuring? Yes, it's. Um, I think it's uh, after the second Conjuring specifically. Um, mm. I actually really liked the first Conjuring movie. The second one, I don't remember as well. I remember liking it, but I think the first one is really good. Um, and I kind of get it mixed up because it has Patrick, what's his name? Wilson. Patrick Wilson. I yeah. get the I get the Conjuring mixed up a little bit with Insidious Part Two. Um, Insidious One and Two are awesome. I'll say it every time they come up. Um, but I didn't get the chance to see this, and I think it might be kind of good. I've heard it's pretty scary. Um, yeah, I heard it's it's like kind of a no frills, just spooky, spooky jump scare movie. Um, if you're if you're down for that formula, then it'll work for you. Um, I haven't heard it was outstanding in any way, but just you know, if if you're looking for that particular high, it'll it'll scratch that itch. <laughs> um, oh. the the next one is the Happy Time Murders, which I was really excited about. Uh, I didn't want to see it in theaters. I was gonna wait for it to come out on like mm-hmm. streaming. Um, I still probably watch it. I just looked at the reviews for it. Like it's like. 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb, which is not fantastic, but Ouch. I kind of I had high hopes for this. I thought it was going to be pretty funny, and I think it's directed by one of the Hensons. Oh, yeah, I think it's uh, The Sun. Uh, yeah. It's funny. Um, I, I always bring this up for some reason whenever we're doing these uh, catching up on Blu-rays, but there's a website founded by Dan Harmon. It's called Channel 101 mm-hmm. that I used to go to a lot when I was back in high school. And uh, I think the offshoot of channel 101 was channel 102 and it was based in new york and most of the shows sucked except there are like one or two that were really good Uh, defenders of stan was like the one shining example of something good that came out of channel 102 but there was another show called puppet rapist (laughs) uh that as soon as i saw the advertisements for this happy time murders movie i was like oh my god did they like make a puppet rapist movie or something (laughs) I'm, i'm assuming so so um, I haven't investigated, but I'm curious to see if like maybe one of the people who worked on Puppet Rapist like wrote a script or something hmm. that got picked up. I I haven't confirmed. I have no idea. But <laughs> anyway, moving so we on. Got a couple more Westworlds here. Um, we Doctor Who Peter Davison. I'm guessing um, that's a specific Doctor Who season, like a specific actor who played Doctor Who. Because I think that show's been going on since like the '60s. Yeah. Uh, but you know everybody has their favorite brand. So if um, you're if you're on the Peter, Peter Davison uh, boat, I guess uh, this is for you folks out there. I wanted to mention Operation Finale. Um, mm-hmm. This is um, interesting because I actually just watched a movie called The Debt with Helen Mirren, a um, uh, couple of other people, Sam Worthington, Tom. Wilkinson, oh shit! <laughs> and Siren Hines. Um, one of one of those people, uh, their value is significantly less than the rest. He's not he's not in it for very for very long. We'll okay, I was about way. to say all those other people yeah. I'm on board for. Sam Worthington, uh, not so much. I watched this with my dad, and it's what Operation Finale is. It's these three Israeli agents uh, say that this Nazi has been captured and or was killed, but actually he got away, and then they have to go find him later in life. And I think that's what that's it's supposed to be the same story um okay. the, the debt came out in 2010 and it wasn't very popular i can't imagine it was a, a big hit um mm-hmm. at least not with american audiences uh it's not bad oh who's the other guy um damn it from the debt yeah he's in triple x uh oh i can't think of his sorry the only thing i remember about triple x is uh the russian guy saying bitches gum <laughs> um martin koskis koskis doesn't ring a bell see yeah he's he's in some stuff but yeah anyway it's an okay movie um it's i, I wasn't really crazy about it but this is supposed to be that same story from what i understand um yeah um the promotions for this one looked interesting i mean ben kingsley when he comes to play is always great and oscar isaac is you know he's a delight except i prefer seeing him be charming rather than intense that's just me i want to see him do villainous i haven't seen him be i don't think i've seen him be a bad guy uh x-men apocalypse dude that doesn't count that's not it's oscar isaac and a a 10 pounds of makeup like it's not him yeah Um, he 
was not happy with that. I don't think anyone was, but my brother told me a a most dangerous year is a very good movie. That's that's the one that I've had a pin in. I couldn't think of it. Yeah, no, my brother said it's very good because it's it has that like you you think it's going to be one thing, but it's not. Uh, where it's like, oh, it's a it's a ex mobster, and like there's going to be that point in the movie where he like gets back into the game and you know fucks mm. it all up, and it's like. It's not that. <laughs> but um, moving on, we have uh, Handmaid's Tale Season 1. Mm-hmm. Or Season 2, rather. Wow. Yeah. that Wow, we're up to Season 2 of that? Yeah. <laughs> Which means we're probably on Season 3 on TV right now. Uh, yeah. That's another show that caught fire pretty quickly. Um, Castlevania Season 1. Um, I kind of want to see that because I love those games. <laughs> um, um, have you seen that? Because you have Netflix. Oh no! Is it on Netflix? Yeah, it, um, I don't have Netflix. It needs to be said. Um, but Castlevania, I mean, it's it's a it's a Romanian fellow with a whip trying to kill Dracula. Fuck yes! <laughs> uh, it is animated though, and I'm not sure how you feel about that. I've I've asked for uh, the Batman the animated series on Blu-ray. So I'm okay, totally so animation is not a problem with you. No, uh, it's no. I mean it's based on the video games, and I. I I love that franchise. Some of the best music in all of game history. Mm. Um, moving on, uh, what catches your eye next? Um, I the Puppet Masters and the Black Windmill. Um, the Puppet Masters looks kind of cool. Looks kind of eerie. And it's got Donald. I Sutherland. saw that when I was a kid. Um, I, didn't, I don't know about all that. He's kind of. It's like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but instead of uh, pod people, it's these slug things that attach to the back of your neck. Yeah, nah, yeah, didn't sound that great. I mean, that would be the reason why Donald Sutherland's in there because you know he was in the the seventies Body Snatchers movie. Yeah, I've got that queued up on my Prime. I need to watch that. It's very good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's one of those one of those movies where like my dad has a spotty track record recommending movies to me, mm-hmm. but that was like one of the good ones. But this Black Windmill, I haven't seen good Michael young Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. He definitely did some good movies, but I just I haven't seen any of them. And this looks like it'd be a good one. Uh, it looks like he's is that a camera or a machine gun? I, can't I think tell. that's a uh, Mac Ten. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. He used to do like British tough guy movies, like Get Carter. I think is like the most famous mm. example. Um, he also did this movie that I'm kind of curious about because it. Um, at the time, it was like making uh, the top of people's like worst movies ever lists. So this was like back in the seventies, though. This was a long time ago, and uh, it's called The Magus, and it just sounds like a complete nonsense art film where it's just like nobody fucking knew what it was supposed to be. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I forgot how I, I completely forget how I found out about it, but I was reading up on it, and I was like, wow, this sounds like just a really shit movie that maybe the people who made it thought it was more than it was <laughs> and that's always an interesting story for me like when it comes to how films come together but um, um moving on we have a, a couple of re-releases like uh, baby driver with just like looks like a special yeah. cover or something uh a re-release of spider-man homecoming um, something called attraction that looks like it, it looks, looks like, like skyline monster- or something <laughs> yeah it looks like a monster movie of some kind uh, like i, I want to say alien invasion that could be but it. moscow finds itself on the brink of destruction after a mysterious spaceship crash lands in the center of the city while the government seeks to find out what the ship's passengers want and how to protect the local populace the rest of the citizens break into conflicting factions okay sounds yeah. very russian <laughs> um, um Moving on. Uh, I like the cover art for Frick Frack, but I don't know what that's supposed to be. Uh, 1939. Wow. Yeah. I'm guessing it'd be black and white. I can't see who's in that. I can't see the... the. Uh, someone... Oh, a couple of people who only have one name. Uh, Fernandel, Arletti, Andre, René Guenin. Uh, I have to assume this, this is This is an French. Italian? <laughs> I was going to say Italian. Uh... uh yeah, no one, no one you or I would know, but uh, Marcel works as assi- works as an assistant to a jeweler whose bossy daughter Renee keeps hitting on him. When he meets lovely Lulu and her lazy friend Joe, he is fascinated by the girl and somehow attracted by their world. Lulu and Joe are crooks. 
Hmm. Uh, so it's a caper of some sort. Uh, moving on, something called Sleigh Bells that has, I think that's the Feast of Flesh font. I hope it isn't. <laughs> um, uh, oh, G Gundam coming to Blu-ray. Uh, for anyone out there who cares about G Gundam. Um, the cover to Ride looks looks like every other cover we're yeah. seeing these days. Yeah. Like, it looks like the cover from Pink, Baby Driver. Man, it's, it's no joke. It's everywhere. Um, Steel Arena. I kind of love that cover. Uh, from 1973. It looks like 1973 from that cover. Yeah. Um, from from the moonshine run to the circus of death. <laughs> I can tell you that God Bless the Broken Road is not good because that is definitely, not there's anything wrong with that, but that is a Jesus movie because... From the director of God's Not Dead. Yeah, I could have guessed. Um, <laughs> uh, a Moment in the Reeds, which from the cover makes me think of call me by your name and judging by how many of the sundance um olive branches or whatever they are all the yeah it looks like it did really well oak leaf clusters or whatever (laughs) yeah it looks like a solid movie just judging by those Um, looks like call me by your name uh the fault in our stars and i'm trying to think what else has a hand handwritten font like that uh uh what's it um, mama. Swiss Army uh, Man. The Room. I'm thinking Room. Not not the Room, but Room. Oh, Room. Yeah, r- yeah, Room and Swiss Army Man comes to mind. Also, I've heard good things about Swiss Army Man, and it was on Prime for the longest time. I just never got around to it. It looks like one of those movies that's obnoxiously good. Where it's like this is fantastic. I hate it for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, skip, skip, skip. Death Kiss. Oh, what is Death that? Death Kiss. Um, this. This movie's apparently very bad, but uh, this Robert Kovacs guy has an uncanny resemblance to Charles Bronson. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was a Charles Bronson documentary. Everybody did. Um, you, oh. It even fooled me, dude. I saw the trailer for this like a year ago, and uh, I thought they did like a face replace thing with CGI. Uh, but no, he like just Grandma looks Tarkin? like that. He's like He's like a half foot taller than Charles Bronson was, but... <laughs> most people that, are <laughs> the resemblance really is uncanny and, and you know i i'm not surprised that somebody decided to just make a movie to cash in on that <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm scrolling back through here uh i'm not seeing anything else that pops out to me for this uh, day not for not for december 4th so let's um, move on picks up again uh on december 11th t- yeah december 11th um maniac yeah that would Ooh. be from the 80s uh this one has uh, one of cinema's most famous head explosions. Oh, really? Uh, Tom Savini at his best. Uh, did you ever hear anything about the uh, Elijah Wood remake of it? Because it looked really good. I didn't know that there was an Elijah Wood remake. Yeah, um, it looked good. Like, Did it come out? A long time ago, like six years ago, maybe? Uh, yeah, like most of so the movies. the big gimmick with it is that Elijah Wood plays the titular maniac, but most of it's shot from his like point of view oh okay um but it just looked like good filmmaking and you know elijah wood doing a movie like that is just kind of shocking because he is a good actor and he is known for doing quirky shit but not like that yeah um, um evil dead 2 on 4k <laughs> okay so i'm i'm stupid um so i have a i have a blu-ray player what mm-hmm. Would a four K would a four K look four K on a Blu Ray player or? Uh, so let me explain. Um, no, okay, uh, your Blu Ray so. player wouldn't even accept the disc. Yeah. That's uh, what I in thought. order to play a four K disc, you need a four K television, mm. uh, as well as a four K Blu Ray player. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Uh, so it, so it's a bit of an investment. God, I'm not there yet. Um, well, hopefully you will, because. Um, Seems like every time we do one of these episodes, 2001 comes up. It just keeps coming up. Yep. Um, um, so beside Evil Dead 2, we have Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation. Is that the, the Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, and, uh, I haven't watched it. I've seen like five minutes of it. I'm fine. Yeah, it, it is the Renee Zellweger and uh, Matthew know. McConaughey one. No sale. Um, <laughs> I saw part of it uh, yeah. when I was young, and I didn't finish it for good reason. Uh, yeah. Equalizer 2 on 4K and Blu-ray. 
Um, I'm gonna watch the hell out of that because mm. I I can't get enough of those those old man old man on a mission movies. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like like ever since Taken, it's just a subgenre that won't go away. But I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> I'm not a huge Denzel fan. Uh, I just not I'm just not big on him because this looks like deja vu. Looks like the book of eli uh looks like all those movies he does he's great i love american gangster and i love training day um but glory don't forget Uh, glory i was gonna say remember the titans was awesome but that's yeah not big on his actions i I happen to really like denzel and the first equalizer was not amazing but it was good enough and antoine uh, fuqua is the Mm -hmm. director Oh, I'm I'm the outlier when it comes to to comes to Denzel. That's usually not a popular. I, Denzel and uh, Clint Eastwood are two people I'm not big fans of. I don't have much familiarity with Eastwood. Like I know him by reputation, uh, and I haven't seen that many of his movies. Like Unforgiven is, you know, great, the, and some me, of those Dirty Harry movies are good too. For me, they just play the same character in every movie. Um, Clint Eastwood exponentially. So he's he has made more movies. I think he's made as many movies as L. Ron Hubbard has written fiction. Like, <laughs> he's on par with him. Yeah, Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood has made so many movies, and like he's just the same dude in every movie. But old white guys love it, so they just keep paying for it. Uh-huh. <sighs> so moving on, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, um, in the spirit of the season. So this is the movie that most people... Uh, only know for one clip. Uh, that would be the iconic Garbage Day clip. I haven't seen that at all. Oh, you haven't seen the Garbage Day? Uh, I'm going to make yeah. you look it up after we, we okay. finish recording because it's fucking hilarious. And it was one of those memes that uh, I could have started uh, had there been a YouTube at the time <laughs> when I found it because it, there's a website I used to go to called badmovies.org and they would do reviews for shitty movies. And uh, on on every review page, they would post a couple second clip from every movie they'd review, mm-hmm. uh, just like highlighting the most ridiculous moments from those shitty movies. And that was that was the clip that they had on that website. <laughs> Garbage day. Garbage day. <laughs> um, uh, it, I don't think it's it's shown here on this website, but if you actually go directly to uh, the Shout Factory website, Shout Factory being the uh, distributor for this blu-ray mm-hmm. um there's like a super duper special edition of silent night deadly night 2 that comes with like a a 12 inch gi joe figure of the guy that's on the cover <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> yeah it's for the diehards only as far as i know most of the movie is actually just re reused footage from the previous movie uh, uh, it's one of the saddest sequels i can think of <laughs> i wouldn't watch it i wouldn't watch the first one um, moving right along, though. Oh, Popeye. Yeah. D- did you ever see any of the Popeye cartoons? Yeah, I'm fine. It's. I I watched them when I was a kid. They were fun. Yeah. That was more um, Scooby Doo when it comes to older cartoons. Oh, I I told you, man. Scooby Doo was banned in my house. Yeah, that's stupid. My Scooby-Doo mom thought he would great. make me stupid. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> the smartest. I'm sure Scooby Doo in my brain didn't help. But uh, what is this? Um, 40 guns i like the cover it's criterion too Ooh, yeah uh 1957 yeah uh, tougher than nails landowner jessica drummond barbara stanwick has ruled over her county in arizona with such power that even the local sheriff dean jagger won't stand up to her and mm. when gunslinger turned u.s marshal griff bonnell barry sullivan <laughs> and his brothers seek to restore law and order they meet with harsh resistance that is until jessica falls in love with bonnell uh so sounds like a sounds like a standard western but if if it's on criterion you'd have to imagine there's something special about it yeah um is this jennifer gardner and peppermint yes it is oh, God. Uh, referencing her uh, her alias days i guess um, I heard this movie is garbage. I could, if she's in a movie, it probably is. I'm <laughs> yeah, just I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of Jennifer she's Garner. She's not a selling point. I mean, the Dallas Buyers Club is good, not because of her, but it, she's in a good movie. Uh, she was pretty good in Juno, and I think she plays that character well. Like she plays, I think she plays uptight. She's in that Arthur remake with fucking Russell Brand. Um, oh, shit. yeah. <laughs> um, 
Helen Mirren's great in there. Uh, I didn't hate it, but her character is obnoxious. Like she's annoying, very very uptight. Yeah, not yeah, great. I think she does that well. Um, but this movie, it's directed by Pierre Morel. Uh, it's the guy who did the first Taken movie. And <laughs> you can tell that it's uh, like we're trying to make Lady Taken or something. Yeah, that's everything what it I've read like. about it sounds just awful. Where it's like See, there's some really 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 bad mexican stereotypes as the villains i really want to rewatch atomic blonde now because my girlfriend hasn't seen it i you under you undersold that movie i really enjoyed that movie um but that's i think they might be trying to cash in on that too and they may not realize what made um atomic blonde so good and they're like well let's just well i mean it's it's no secret in hollywood right now that getting getting lady action stars out in, in these high profile movies is kind of like the move to make right now it's like there's there's a lot of public support for that right now if you and can f- if you can, you can find put it, it together get it out there you know yeah if you find a clip of it there's a, a clip where she tries to uh conan sa- she goes on conan and as she's coming out and he says something to her and she goes that's not a word conan you should know that you went to harvard and uh, it's like, oh, man, she's snippy. And she's like, snappy. This is fun. <laughs> and then Conan looks up the word, and he's like, it's right here in the dictionary. It's a word. <laughs> like, it's, oh. It's, yeah, it good. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Oh, she's kind of a dick. Yeah, um, in, the, in the age of cell phones, <laughs> got to be careful. So, um, so we have De Niro and De Palma. This definitely looks like uh, the, the early films. I don't know if I've seen a De Niro, De Palma film. I haven't. Um, it says, oh, this is an Arrow uh, distributed uh, box set. Um, Who did Arrow, the Deer Hunter? I think, I think Arrow is based in the UK. Um, they, they gobble up the rights to some interesting stuff. Not necessarily good, but interesting. Um, yeah. It says 1968 to 1970. Um, and oh. the three movies in there are called The Wedding Party, Greetings, and Hi, Mom. Nope. And yeah, I've never even heard of any of those. Nope. But I have immense respect for both of those people. Uh, oh, so yeah, geez. no clue what that's all about, but uh, probably worth your time given the talent involved. Yeah, um, I kind of stopped believing in older De Niro movies after I watched The Deer Hunter. That really, really pissed me off. Uh, I was expecting it to be a much better movie. I'm sure I'm an idiot for not liking it, but I was just kind of burned by that one. I'm like, okay, I got to be careful. Uh, I wouldn't call you an idiot for not liking it, but uh, like Denzel, you're very much in the minority. Um, mm. I know I know, my dad speaks very highly of that movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's just it's one that I got nothing out of. Like, gotcha. I, nah, it just didn't do anything for me. Um, um, what is this, The Mangler? Oh, oh uh, I, I, I wanted to bring that to your attention because okay. that's Toby Hooper. Um, he's what? come up a few times on the show. Uh, he did Life Force and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ooh! And this is, I think, based on a St- Stephen King story. But it's like the stupidest concept for a story. It's it's like a a clothing mangler, so like a laundry machine that's possessed by like a demon and it kills people. Oh. Uh, it's got and- <laughs> uh, Ted Levine and. Uh- Robert England. Was she a big old fat person? Was she a big old fat person? <laughs> was she a big old fat person? Toby. It was Toby Hooper. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've always been curious about that movie though, because I remember seeing the box at the you know the local rental place, and I've read the description for it so many times. And I've just been puzzled by like, how do you make a movie out of this? Um. Yeah. With uh, with talented people involved. He did Poltergeist. Um, I forget that he did Poltergeist. It's on the Prime right now, and uh, I, Poltergeist I, is. Yeah, I need to pull the trigger on it before it's too late. Before yeah, I, just, I would watch it. It's a good time. Uh, I mean, just yeah. keep in the back of your mind that it was produced by Spielberg, and it'll all make sense. Okay. Um, <laughs> Toy Soldiers, which I've heard of, and I get mixed up with Small Soldiers. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> it's a completely different movie. I can definitely tell you that much. It looks kind of like uh, Sleepers a little bit. It's kind of got a Sleepers vibe where these guys might not have had a great time at wherever they were at. <laughs> yeah. Um, the yeah um, the cover of it is it looks like a, a stencil of a, a prep school or something. 
and all the people on it are, are lit in blue and black and in heavy shadow. So it looks like it's a heavy story. Holy shit, Sean Astin. Um, I'll go Holy ahead. shit, Will Wheaton. Yeah, Will Wheaton. That should have told you that it's probably not fun. Um, so it's uh, it's Red Dawn, except at a prep school. Um, when terrorists <laughs> oh. seize control of a boarding school, a group of troublemaking boys decide to resist them. I'm going to pass on that hard. But dude, look at the cast. I know. Amazing. Uh, oh, we wish, got Sean Astin, we got Will Wheaton, we got Lou Gossett Jr., um, Andrew Devoff, that's the Wishmaster. Denholm Elliott. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from Does Indiana anybody, Jones. anybody here speak English? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't anybody here speak English? That's uh, yeah, Marcus is, Brody from yeah, Indiana Marcus Jones. Brody. And Arlie Ermey? Fuck. Yeah, he he's you can get him. He's not hard. <laughs> he's, he's not, not hard, hard to get, but at like a... At like an academy of some sort with him and Lou Gossett Jr. That's like pitch perfect casting. Yeah. And like I said, Andrew Devoff, the Wishmaster. Yeah. <laughs> Wishmaster versus fucking Sean Astin. Yeah. My money's on Wishmaster. Yeah, I'm not going to watch this. No, uh, I'm not going to bother with it. But the, I mean, it was kind of <laughs> cool looking over that cast, though. Um, The one that jumps out to me next is uh, Deep Throat. Mm. Um. As in the deep throat? The deep throat, yes. Um, I feel like this is one of those movies that I should probably watch at some point. I don't really have a, a need to watch it. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like that's one that I'm you're supposed to watch just at some point. Uh, it's a part of, I guess, film history. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, a Dry White Season, never heard of it, and this is a Criterion release. And is that, I can't tell if that's Donald Is that <laughs> No, it's I Donald, Donald Sutherland. Sutherland. I thought it was, I thought it was Paul it Giamatti. Like, it looked like Michael Keaton, but it it was too old to be Michael Keaton for 1989. Yeah. Um, oh, Jurgen Prochnow. Oh, yes, I do like Jurgen. Marlon Brando. Whoa. What okay, the fuck what is happening? Uh, Ben Dutois or Dutoit <laughs> is a school teacher who has always considered oh himself God. a man of caring and justice, at least on the individual level. When his Dude. gardener's son is brutally beaten up by the police at a demonstration by black school children, he gradually begins to realize his own society is built on a pillar of injustice and exploitation. Wait till you see how fat Marlon Brando is in this movie. He's <laughs> enormous. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, he's enormous. How did he yeah. get so big? Uh, concentrated effort. <laughs> hard work dedication it's not hard man <laughs> um skip fiend uh looks kind of like a like a slasher movie i i doesn't really stick out to me but what is this apartment that jack lemon if i'm not mistaken is in that movie um yes and okay. shirley mclean i know her okay now i i to be honest with you, I've only seen Jack Lemmon in the Grumpy Old Men movies or anything with Walt, him with Walter Mothow I've seen um, past uh, like 1988. Uh, I haven't seen the original um, Odd Couple. I have wanted to watch it. Uh, um, I watched a few episodes on Nick at Night. It's good oh, times. I meant like the actual movie, uh, oh, Odd okay. Couple, uh, with him and Walter Mothow. Because I really like walter Malthow. i love that first bad news bears movie um, <laughs> yeah my brother too it's great uh but i kind of i feel like there's some old jack lemon movies i need to watch and this and some like it hot have been on my list for or some like it hot has been on my list for a while the apartment just came out to me recently i i noticed it not too long ago hmm. um but yeah i i need to watch some old jack lemon uh, I this is a movie with Gal. I'm sorry, Galveston, which has Ben Foster, who I enjoy. I haven't heard of this movie, so it probably sucks. Uh, that has that's my suspicion as well. Although yeah. it is about a hitman, so that's yeah. something. I do, but I do like him. I really do like Ben Foster. I'm glad that he's getting higher profile roles in recent years. I need he to really see that. Is kind of amazing. I need to see him in that bank robbing movie with. Uh, I think it's. Chris uh, Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine. Uh, Hell or High Water. It's very good. It's I've very heard good. it's good. I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, what what else you got here? Um, anything um, else popping up? The cover to Death Ship is pretty badass. Yeah, 1980. <laughs> I can't imagine that's a good movie. Um, Holy shit. George Kennedy and Richard Crenna. Uh, I have George no idea. Kennedy being uh, from the, 
the Naked Gun movies and uh, Cool Hand Luke and Richard Crenna. That would be uh, John Rambo's friend, the Colonel. Uh, okay, yeah. My dad hates that guy. I could see it. it My dad sense. absolutely hates Richard Crenna. Because <laughs> like, he has that like John Wayne swagger and my dad being ex-military it's kind of just like fuck you <laughs> um, <laughs> like everything about you irritates me richard Crenn. uh um, ice cream man is that clint howard yes that's the clint howard ice cream man i have not seen I've, I've seen the cover for it i've just never seen that with him uh as the ice cream man i've never seen them yeah i'm kind of disappointed with this cover because yeah the cover of that movie is the only reason anyone remembers it yeah um, the ice cream cone with the eyeballs on it. Yeah, I remember that. Um, we the Marines, you can keep it. Yep. Uh, the Wild Boys. That is an interesting cover. Yeah, it's not good. I can tell you that right now. Oh yeah, uh, that just that, looks weird. Not not good. Just weird. This is how you trick people into thinking this is good. Like this looks like it'd be a good movie because like oh this is a cool. It's got a blu-ray release it's got a cool cover same with await further instructions mm-hmm. um who's in i can't see the who's in that movie from here i'm sure no one you know okay <laughs> I, I couldn't i didn't know if you could read it on your screen i couldn't no. read on the box there no i can't i can't make it out and i don't care to um, <laughs> the only other thing that's kind of popping out to me is this brutal just because of the cover um and i can't tell what it what language is that next to it? Uh, that is Japanese. That's what I thought. Um, I'm not familiar with this movie, um, nor am I familiar with the director, but uh, nor am I familiar with the distributor. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm it, not sure what to make of that, but that is a striking cover. That's I was sure. going to say, if it, is a, if it is an independent Japanese film from 2018 with that cover, I would and say... And that title? Tre- <laughs> tread lightly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> might, might, might not want to bring the kids to that one. Yeah. <laughs> I would say don't bring the kids to that one. Um, yeah, and there's not much else popping out to me on this, on this release date. Um... Oh shit! There's a documentary called "Game Changers: Dreams of BlizzCon." So this would be a documentary promoting esports. Yeah, okay. Um, kind of scary. Um, esports, just the concept of it, like, still blows me away that that's a thing. That's it's here and now. Oh yeah. Um, moving on down. Uh, I don't know anything about this River Runs Red movie, but um shockingly enough it has a 4k release and tate diggs and john cusack and george lopez that's not good what the fuck <laughs> that's not good and is this another hemsworth luke um he's, there's he's he's born in melbourne australia um yeah he's in westworld oh yeah man those hemsworth man he is up. Um, if you'd seen the first season of Westworld, I would send you a, a, a video. He plays the security guard in uh, Westworld, um, and they do a funnier die skit with uh, Billy Crystal and Daniel Stern from City Slickers, and it's uh, it's pretty funny. But again, you'd have to uh, you'd have to see the show to understand it. Okay, gotcha. it's pretty funny though. Um, Move. Let's skip on down to yeah. the next week. Um, so December eighteenth. The big one for you. Yeah. Well, this is a one, a space odyssey on 4k. This is a big, like, I think this is probably the biggest one we've had so far. There's a lot on this one. Yeah. Um, and right next to 2001 Schindler's list on 4k. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like if you have it on DVD, you don't need another copy of it. Maybe Blu-ray, <laughs> but it's not a movie. You go for the Blu-ray. That's not crisp picture quality is not what I'm looking for in rewatching Schindler's list. To be honest with you, um, hmm. I get maybe since it is black and white, and if you get that on Blu-ray, it could be very like, like just very nice to look at from a, an aesthetic point of view, not uh, not content. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't really feel like you need Schindler's List on 4K. Just saying. <laughs> and you know, I, I'm I'm a I'm a bad person. I haven't seen it. Oh my goodness! We can't do an episode on that. You just need to watch that, Jesus. Yeah, I know. I, I need to watch it, especially since I do actually have uh, some Jewish in the family. Yeah, um, you need you need to watch that. Um, um, Murder Starman. By, that would yeah, be a, that? I believe John Carpenter's Starman with Jeff Bridges and Karen Allen. I love Every, Karen like Allen. everybody's favorite mom. I love Karen Allen. She's great. 
She just makes you smile. She does. <laughs> I love Sc- Scrooge. Is one of my number. It's like my number one Christmas movie each year, and uh, she's great in there too. Yeah, I have a friend who feels the same way, and yeah, she she just kind of lights up the screen every time she, she shows up. She just has such a charming smile. Yeah, she just, she really does. Well, just, like the Sandlot, she's like, oh, mom. <laughs> yeah. um, um, murder, murder by, by death. death? That sounds <laughs> interesting. Uh, Peter Falk and Peter Alec Falk? Guinness. Oh, wow. oh, Alec Guinness. Peter Flock? <laughs> murder the world's greatest death. detectives have been invited to dinner, but when murder is on the menu, who will make it to dessert? Wow. Is is it actually Columbo? I mean, no, his name is Sam Diamond. Um, oh. See, yeah. that would be awesome if like Sherlock Holmes and Columbo were in the same room together. <laughs> it has Truman Capote in it, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, and Maggie Smith. She's oh no I, shit! Wow. I always, I always like, I always like Maggie Smith. Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the pictures from it. It, I don't think I can. Uh, I can't sit through that. Nah. Yeah. Um, um, it Venom. is. It is a Shout Factory movie, and they do kind of tend to specialize in schlock. Mm. So it could, it could be just kind of a rubbish movie with some big names in it. Rubbish. Um, so besides that, um, we have Venom. Yeah. on 4k and i, I think i brought that. this up last month um part like part of my brain was telling me trevor you probably should go see that in the theater just to like appease the eight-year-old in you mm-hmm. just the novelty just for the novelty of seeing a venom movie in the theater because eight-year-old trevor if a venom movie came out eight-year-old trevor would have run to the theater to go see it yeah an eight-year-old kyle would have gone too exactly so i i heard it was bad i don't expect much from it but part of me is like man i probably should have went out to go see that and i guess it's coming out on december 18th so i can rent it or something like that and finally check out if it's any good oh no that's a movie that they're gonna be like you have to buy this on amazon prime uh probably yeah Uh, that's how they're gonna try to make their money back although i i think it actually did fine in the theaters as bad as the reviews were yeah dude they They'll get the money from the box office. They just don't have to make a good. They just have to make enough to make their money back. They they mm-hmm. don't have to be good movies. They just have to get you there to pay for it. Which is why I'm like, yep, I'm not gonna go see that in the theater. Yeah, there I'm was wait. there was a big uh, there was a big like controversy over Venom because um, because it did well. Um, apparently, the rights to the character and like Spider Man um, are are still kind of held under control by Sony. Mm-hmm. And the idea was if it did bad, like if it did poorly, and this uh, this animated movie that's coming out soon, in, like Into the Spider-Verse, if both of those did poorly, um, like the fans were hoping that Sony would release the rights to Spider-Man and, and Disney would gobble them up and then we could then we could have Spider-Man in all of our movies. Yeah. Um, but I guess now it's like, nope, deal's not done. So, <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to have to stomach Spider-Man being separate from the Marvel movies for you know the foreseeable future i wonder how much these are going to cost um since this is the last pretty much the last release before christmas so that's why there's a lot of these big ones oh yeah. um i wonder if these are going to cost an arm and a leg just because of the timing um the jerk which yeah. i'm not i'm not a steve martin fan but in fairness i haven't seen this movie um i i know people like steve martin i'm just not a big fan um i like steve martin um I'd need to rewatch The Jerk because it's been a really long time and I barely remember it. But I do have a friend who holds it in very high regard. Um, it's kind of a beloved movie. I can see why they're re-releasing it. I couldn't uh, get through Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Like I just, oh. I, I reached a point basically where they make him look good. Like okay, I'm done. This is this is not <laughs> doing anything for me. Uh, and of course, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. But that's John Candy. Like I'm not yeah, there no, for you, Steve you, Martin. You, you stay for John Candy. You stay for John Candy. <laughs> um, the Shield, which I haven't seen a minute of, couldn't care less. Yeah, yeah um, uh, kind of put Michael Chiklis on the map. Um, it was really big when it was on FX, but yeah, I never watched it. Um, by the way, kind of weird seeing him on Seinfeld with hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Dracula, uh, Prince of Darkness, is that... Um, uh, Christopher, Christopher Lee? Lee. That's the Christopher Lee one. I think that's on yeah. Prime right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, every single one of these catching up on Blu-rays we've done, it seems like every month one of these these Hammer Dracula movies gets released, mm-hmm. like one at a time. 
and beside that horror of Dracula, I think that was that may have been the first Christopher Lee Hammer Dracula movie. Mm. Um, I'd like to run through them at some point, but like I mentioned in previous episodes, um, apparently Christopher Lee uh, seriously objected to the way the movies were scripted to the point that like he refused to speak most of the dialogue. So I guess like oh. he he's in them and he's acting, but. Uh, he disagrees with the decisions of the director and he's not afraid to like force alterations to the script (laughs) gotcha um the predator on 4k we we did a long talk about that (laughs) i don't like this cover because it looks like predator like that's the that's kind of the cover for predator and i'm like oh they've got predator on 4k i'm like oh no that's the predator but that's the same yeah i don't like how they're marketing you know it if I'm reviewing the cover art, yeah, I kind of hate this cover too. Yeah, because uh, it it's not a good image. I I hate that the title is uh, vertically oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes away a lot of the power of that font. Um, and then below that, the row below has the the skull poster. Of the that's predator. better. And I that's... hate that one even more. Oh really? Because I like if you're gonna do the predator, that's that's your cover. Don't don't use the one from the original. I I. Just, uh, Neither of these covers really do it for me. Well, the movie and, didn't do it for you, so I can. But see you know it. what? I'm gonna buy it <laughs> on 4K, and I'm gonna rewatch it, and I'll probably be like, "Yeah, it was okay." <laughs> um, this what is this? The house, uh, the house with, with clocks on the walls or some shit? I haven't. The, I, yeah, I, Jack Black is Jack Black, and is that Kate Blanchett? Yeah, that's Kate Blanchett. You can tell by the cheekbones. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, Jack Black is usually fun. Uh, I know he's very internationally popular, so it looks like one of those fanciful kids' films or something that probably made a truckload of money overseas, but very little here. <laughs> um, a simple favor as Anna, Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively, so I'm probably not going to watch that. A mommy blogger in a small town discovers her best friend has vanished. That cover doesn't communicate that to me at all. Nope. <laughs> um, oh, the Seahawk. I, was, I knew you were going to pop. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, um, I haven't seen it, but I mean, that Errol Flynn Robin Hood movie was a huge part of my childhood, so maybe I should look it up someday. Um, another criterion. Panique? Yeah. Uh, what do we got here? And after an elderly maid is murdered, opinions are manipulated, evidence is planted, violence erupts, and panic ensues. Jesus, 1946. It's 1946, and... Uh, it sounds like a 1946 movie that would give 1946 people heart attacks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not finding it on IMDb. That is odd. Interesting. It's a criterion, I can tell. The, you can see the C up there. Yeah, and there's another one directly beneath it. Hmm. Uh, Sawdust and Tinsel, 1953. Uh, aging circus performer Albert angers his mistress when he visits his estranged wife, triggering a roundelay of sexual betrayal and emotional anguish. Hmm. Um, by the way, uh, Criterion's supposed to be getting their own streaming service or something. I Are you going to be investing in that? You know, I... I feel I'll be honest with you. I I uh, I bought Red Desert, and I'm actually in the process of uh, Kajimusha is on uh, Barnes and Noble online to buy uh, Blu-ray for like twenty bucks. So I'm like, okay, well I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna go to the bar, Barnes and Noble and see if I can get it there. It's like forty dollars there, so I'm like, okay, Oof. yeah, right. Um, and then I'm like, well, how much is uh, Seven Samurai? Because I was gonna get that one or um, Yojimbo, and. I'm like, they're all like forty dollars here, so I'm gonna get Kajimusha um, on the Barnes and I asked for it for Christmas. <laughs> see if that happens, because it's like twenty bucks. And like, we need we need stuff for Christmas. I'm like, fine, get me. See if you can find it. Kajimusha <laughs> on Blu-ray. But I bought Red Desert on uh, Blu-ray, and I finally got around to watching it. Um, I feel like I would I would prefer owning these on Blu-ray, just because it's kind of like, especially with uh, Red Desert, it's like owning art because it's it's an art film legit uh it's kind of allegory there's like there's a plot but the plot's kind of not that important it's more visual storytelling mm-hmm. um and i i like having the physical me i like having it just i don't have to re- rely on wi-fi like i can just punch it in and like go to a specific scene if i want to so i don't really know um i, I kind I of mean, i'm just curious because every time one of these 
every time you see that C, it seems like your eyes light up and it's like well, I kind of I like the idea of buying them and like not knowing what to expect and like I kind of it's kind of like being able to rent a movie because I just own it and I feel like if I have it I'm not going to hate that I have it like I have a racer head I might watch that one more time before I die <laughs> I'm probably going to watch the uh, the short films um, before long but I like having the, the physical copy of it so I don't know if I'm going to invest in the uh, the streaming well the folks at home can't see the shelf behind me but clearly I'm I'm in the same boat as you are yeah. <laughs> um, so moving on i uh, I don't have anything to say about, but the Blue Knight has William Holden in it, and uh, he's the lead in a uh, I think Network. Which have you seen Network? No. You really ought to put that on your list. That's a great ass movie. Network. Yeah. What year? Um, I think it was early seventies or late sixties. Okay. Probably early seventies. Um, and he's also the lead in The Wild Bunch, which is I don't care I don't care that much for westerns, mm-hmm. but. I've mentioned it before. I absolutely adore that movie. See, I um, don't. I don't like westerns either. Uh, maybe that's some, more something I should try watching. Um, I have well, westerns I, I, I like. I think but you I might don't. like the the Wild Bunch because it's not a traditional western because it actually takes place in the 1910s. Okay. So it's the it's the end of the cowboy era. Jeez. And it's about it's about the transition where it's like these are cowboys without the frontier anymore. Uh, so even the guns that they have, they have like Colt forty fives. They don't have six shooters. Mm. Um, and below that, uh, Assassination Nation. Um, I heard that was pretty good, uh, controversial, but good. It's if I remember right, like it's about about like basically a a, a lady uprising, <laughs> like something along those lines, where it's like all the bad things in the world came from men, so all the women revolt or something. Um, I think it came from a very young director, and it's it has a style to it that is eye-catching. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's good in the traditional sense, but some some critics that I follow gave it high praise. Um, um, I was going to say, no, these other movies, I don't really know too much. I see the Dorian Gray one. I've seen a, a version of it. Um, I've read the book. I, I don't need it. Uh, but I don't know if anything else is popping out to you, but... Um, Marwin Call? Is that what that says? Yeah. Um, oh. Uh, so there's a movie coming out. Um, uh, it's a Robert Zemeckis movie uh, with Steve Carell in the lead. And uh, it's about... This is a documentary, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the movie is an adaptation of this man's life. So it's about a man that like suffered brain damage and you know ptsd wow. in world war ii jesus and uh it's about his therapy basically um the movie looks very good um it and does look fascinating i am a, i am a huge mark for uh, robert zemeckis and i think it's called welcome to marwen so it's, oh. a, it's steve carell as this as this you know severely damaged vet uh putting like doing self-therapy and it's about like his support system trying to get him through things but it has a really interesting visual style to it. It's directed by Jeff Malmberg. Yeah, like I said, that looks like a documentary. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's from 2010. So Ooh. maybe that maybe what that's what prompted the production of the uh, the Bob Zemeckis movie. Hey Trevor, do you ever wonder yes. what Adrian Brody and Bruce Willis might be up to? <sighs> They're working in China. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I saw a trailer for this movie a long time ago. It's called Airstrike. Oh, my gosh. Um, this would be about Chinese counterattack on uh, the Japanese in World War II, around there. Um, holy shit. <laughs> uh, if, if there is one subgenre of film that is really prevalent in Asian, in Asian countries that aren't Japan, it's, <laughs> it's movies where Japanese get bombed. <laughs> I was um, going to say... Yeah, th- uh, uh, the, uh, the the grudge is still very much alive and well uh, in that corner of the world. <laughs> um, uh, is I was gonna say I think the first foreign film I've seen technically is uh, Kaj- uh, not um, Tora Tora Tora. Really? 
Yeah, that, I, that was a co-production, I think. It was a co-production. Uh, it was a joint production, American and Japanese. I'd say 60-40 Japan, uh, yeah. in J- Japan's favor. But yeah, I watched it in class in the seventh grade. Um, yeah, that seems like a movie you'd put on for class. It was it was supposed to be historical. Um, what is this, the super with Val Kilmer? Yeah, what? Yeah, Val Kilmer, I was about to say he looks like Vincent Price. It looks kind of eerie. A man becomes the superintendent of a large New York City apartment building where people mysteriously go missing. So he is the super. Okay, he looks um, scary. He looks I'm like look- Danny Trejo and Vincent Price had a baby. Yeah, that's right on the nose. I mean, and this- he he's very far removed from Iceman at this point. He, this doesn't look that bad. It's six point one out of ten. I mean, that's not fantastic but i it's a, i'm looking it's a good at some cover i like the image i like the font um, we have from a, last year it's from 2017 we have a there's literally a shot in here that looks like uh kubrick's the shine like it looks like a shot from the shining um i think it, it looks like the exact same set nearly uh if you look it up on imdb and look at the pictures you'll find it okay um yeah move along uh move along Saw the eight film collection. Nobody needs that. Um, uh, a bunch of anime. Uh, mm-hmm. Bunch of old anime. Uh, Zab- Zabunguru. Uh, that's like from the eighties. And God Mars. That's probably from the eighties. All Blue Seeds from the nineties. Um, uh, something called White Boy Rick. I've heard <laughs> of that. A uh, story of teenager Richard. Worsha Jr., who became an undercover informant for the FBI during the 1980s and was ultimately arrested for drug trafficking. Hmm. Okay. Mm, okay. Um, and I guess the end of this list here is a, a re-release of Hellboy 2 for some reason. <laughs> well, because the, uh, the oh, what's his name? Big guy. Uh, Ron can, Perlman? No. Um, he's taking over for Ron Perlman. He's in... Um, I walk him on the tombstones. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, David, Sun- I think it's David Sun- Harbor. I think David Harbor. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's supposed to be playing the new Hellboy, and I'm assuming since there's a, um, oh, did you say Deadpool or Hellboy? Hellboy. Okay. Um, yeah, there it is. I would say considering that there's a, another release of that, I'm assuming that some trailers are going to be dropping here um, around Christmas time because. Um, Christmas, uh, Christmas Day movies. What's what is the Christmas Day movie this year? In the theater? Yeah. What yeah, it? that's a good question. Let's look that up. I think it's. The, oh, I know exactly what it is. It is the Peter Jackson. Um, uh, that Peter, the Peter Jackson oh. produced movie. Oh, the the mortal no. Um, uh, mortal engines. World? Mortal machine. Yeah, mortal machines. I think that's no, what no, it is. No, it's, it's, it, it's not that. I'm. I'm. See, there's a there's a young adult series called like. Uh, Mortal Instruments, mm-hmm. and, but this one is called Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines, there we go. Yeah, and uh, I've heard some bad shit about this. Uh, I I thought it looked kind of cool. I thought it might be kind of fun. It might. It suck. looks amazing, like from a visual standpoint. But um, the production history of it, what little of what little I know. Um, so apparently, what happened was uh, Peter Jackson. Um, mm-hmm gobbled up the rights to this this book series the mortal mm-hmm. engines because he thought it was a really cool idea and it kind of is at least from a visual standpoint yeah and uh i guess it was a fantastic four situation oh. where the timing um it was basically we got to act now or we lose the rights to this and someone else gobbles it up so it's uh, like we need to make a movie now and he's like I'm not ready. It's like, well, we gotta do it now. It's like, well, I guess we're making a movie. <laughs> I would have said Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald, which I wanted to see until recently. I've heard that it's not good from somebody I take uh, from somebody whose opinion I take very seriously. Um, apparently, it's not worth the time. Um, yeah. So I think Aquaman or Mary Poppins Returns are the Christmas movies. Uh, when does Mary Poppins come out? Uh, uh, Mortal Engines comes out like. On the 14th, I think. So that's not quite the Christmas movie. Mary Poppins comes out on the 19th, as well as Aquaman. Oh, so probably probably be a battle between those two. I think that 
Mm, that is tough. I I would prefer it go to Mary Poppins because I'm not going to go. I don't want to go see Aquaman in the theater. I, that dude's a terrible actor. I could not stop. I might go watch it just to laugh at it. Cause I, you know, if, if you do, let me know because I'm just curious enough that I might want to go see it. It's just the, the trailer, man. It's the funniest thing. Yeah, I've... when we went to see The Predator, we were sitting side by side, and you were just tittering like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> Patrick Wilson in that fucking wig. Whatever whatever they have on his head is just so funny. What's funny is I really like Patrick Wilson. And I yeah, do, too. Seeing him like that in his, his undersea power armor, I was just like... Yeah. I don't know, Pat. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, he's jumping on this. I mean, this is DC... Yeah, isn't it? Not, yeah, this is DC, so he's jumping on the jumping on some kind of wagon. No, th- this is this is very much Warner Brothers and Disney going head to head. Yeah, he's um, like, hey, so, fuck it. I mean, Wesley Snipes said, "Always bet on black." Always, <laughs> always bet on the mouse. I mean, it's, it's, it goes without saying. Bet on the mouse. Yes, bet on the mouse. <laughs> I'm sorry, giant. Giant Hawaiian Aquaman, but oh. I gotta back the mouse on this one. <laughs> I got a, I got a bad feeling about this it's one. Like, buddy. He's, he's got reach on you, Jason. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway, that's pretty much so all that, the releases. Yeah, so that uh, that concludes our uh, catching up on Blu-ray for December 2018. Uh, mm-hmm. Join us again in in a month for uh, I guess January 2019. Yep. All right. Thanks a lot. <laughs>